Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rossi's Live Life Well podcast, episode two. Um, just like to say a big thank you to everybody who listened to episode number one. Um, and we've had some really good feedback off the back of that, which is great. Um, Sophie's with me again. Hi, everybody. Sophie, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. How's your week been? Uh, busy. <laughs> busy. With lots of choreography, a um, little bit of training, updates, um, and a little bit of running. So all good. Fantastic. Good stuff. Um, and it's really great to say, um, we, we mentioned it last in the last podcast that we were hopefully going to have a guest today, um, and we have. Um, somebody that, that most people um, are going to be familiar with, um, some more so than others. Um, I know she's certainly put my body back together on numerous occasions. Um, so we've got Fiona, yeah, and you also. We've got Fiona Spencer with us from North Norfolk Physio. Hello, Fiona. Hi there. Nice to see you both. Hi, Fiona. Good to have you with us. Hi, Sophie. You all right? I'm very good, thank you. Good, good. Thank you for joining us, Fiona. Um, we thought it'd be really nice to speak to, to someone from not only from Rossi's, but someone who um, can probably help a lot of our listeners with with possible injuries and, and obviously they're not able to see you at the moment so it might be that you can answer some questions um, yeah yeah sure thanks thanks for inviting me i'm really looking forward to it it's good to well, it's good to see you both firstly and uh, nice to see your faces and uh, yeah. good to, good to uh, see some of the ross's family <laughs> yeah absolutely um for anyone that doesn't know we're actually recording this podcast via zoom so at the moment we can we can see each other um which is really nice but obviously you guys just get the, the audio mm. version. Um, so Fiona, how, how have you been? How's lockdown been for you? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm really good actually. I'm trying to stay really positive. Um, from a personal note, um, I've got loads more time, which is fantastic. Uh, loads of time to do all the things that I've been meaning to do for a long time. So that's really good. Um, I think when we initially had to sort of close uh, a bit like you guys, you know, uh, from the leisure centre point of view, it was really devastating. Um, really everything we've worked so hard for uh, just felt like it had been pulled out really from underneath our feet in one evening and um, so I think it was really hard but um, yeah we got over that and now moving forwards and looking at all the really positive things actually that we can get out of this time so yeah good. So some of our listeners might not know who you are um, so yeah. can you give us a little bit of background about yourself um, and about North Norfolk Physio as well? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm obviously Fiona Spencer. Um, I'm a chartered physiotherapist. So that means that I did a three year degree to be a physio um, back in the days. So 20, 1997, I qualified as a physio um, at Southampton General Hospital. Uh, and then from there, uh, went on and did all my junior rotations. So when you qualify as a physio, you then go on and do I work in the hospital for the NHS and I did all my junior rotations at Southampton General and then over the years I've worked uh, in both private and, and NHS and then moved to Norfolk, uh, worked locally in the NHS and then really started very slowly in Ross's 16 years ago. That's really scary. Wow, 16 years. Yeah. Sophie, is that about as long as you've been at Ross's as well? <laughs> I, think, I think I've been, I've been there maybe a year longer because I think I started a year before we opened the, the big leisure centre with the and the studio and everything. I started work 2002, so that was when they moved the gym from the original gym to behind mm. the back of Strikers. Do you remember that, Fiona? Do you remember when it was there? No, I think I came just as the new building had all that been board, just been built. So yeah, it's like 2004. With the company, 17 years bar, leaving very briefly, um, and then yeah, I think I, I left for a year and then was back. 
as a freelance instructor and then just came back on the team because it was right for me and and it's mm. been so good to be part of the family and I'd really, I'd, I'm really grateful for having the team behind me and having the team to still be around me during this time as well because I wouldn't want to be doing it solo. <laughs> so that's really good. So yeah, you must have been started just after the new build opened, so I've been in the company about a year. Yeah. Yeah, long that time. Makes me, that makes me the new boy then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Fiona, um, how's the clinic developed and grown over the years? Yeah, so I started off, I think I think I just did a Monday morning actually and used to share really? the room. Yeah. Used to share the room with uh, Juliet Rossi who was doing her beauty work at the time. Yeah. And I remember my first patient just like yesterday and slowly it built up and built up. Actually it built up really so fast um, that I decided to give up my job in the NHS. And at the time, my children were quite small and it fitted, it fitted around my lifestyle so much better to work privately. And uh, it's gone from strength to strength, really. Yeah. Um, and now I think, we're just working it all out, one, two, three, four, five, there's eight of us uh, in the team. Obviously, a lot of people working part time. It's really only myself um, and Katie Skipper, our soft tissue massage therapist that work full time. Mm. And the rest come in and do small part-time stuff. So yeah, no, we're really proud of what we've achieved over that time. As yeah. you should be. Yeah, it's really <laughs> grown. It's been nice to see how much it, it's grown within the club as well. And it's been super helpful for, for us as instructors having you guys on site. So when we have an injury or a niggle, we just go uh, come to you and you fix us and you can keep going. <laughs> so I've really benefited from that. Yeah, I think we're both guilty of that, aren't we? Fiona, mm. can you just, can you just? <laughs> my knee hurts, my hip hurts. <laughs> I've done something silly. I've played football. Um, so, Fiona, obviously your team's expanded quite a lot fairly recently, actually. Um, are any of your team, do they have any specialist areas or are they all very mm -hmm. general physios? Yeah, no. So we're really, we've got a lovely team at the moment. Really lucky, uh, really supportive team, actually. And the guys have been great. Even during the lockdown period, they've been videoing little bits about certain things and stuff that can obviously help our clients and, and, and Ross's members as well. Um, so that's been fantastic. Um, but yeah, we have uh, most of our team are what we call now musculoskeletal physios. So we work in a, what we would call like an outpatient capacity. So we see people with um, musculoskeletal issues, back pain, neck pain. We treat people with knee problems, hip problems, ankle problems, etc. And we see people post-operatively, pre-operatively, um, a lot of rehab patients. So yeah. And then we've got Denise, who is our pelvic uh, health specialist um she works with us on a monday so she sees um a lot of musculoskeletal patients but she actually sort of specializes in women's health or pelvic health which is a really really interesting area actually and quite a taboo area people don't talk about their pelvic health problems so that's an area that we'd really like to expand on oh definitely really really important that really really important um that, that's something that'd be really really interesting going forward yeah definitely, definitely yeah she's She's definitely, she's just done a little talk on the pelvic floor. Um, it's actually on our Facebook page. So if anyone mm. wants to have a look at that, that's really interesting. Um, and we're hoping that maybe in the future, she'll be able to set up a post and antenatal uh, clinical Pilates class as well oh, uh, for people mm. that have obviously about to, or just had a baby. Um, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So yeah, that's you, really good. You, meant, mm. you mentioned your Facebook page there. Is that just mm. North Norfolk Physio? Yeah, that's just North Norfolk Physio. And what we're trying to do at the moment is we're trying to um, just put some little snippets on there about, uh, you know, there is a Anna, one of our physios who specialises also in musculoskeletal physio who works with us on a Saturday. She works full time in the NHS in Norwich. 
she put some really nice little bits on there about how to look after yourself um, whilst you're working at home, setting up your laptop so you can get your posture in a really good position. And she gives some really nice stretches as well. So she gives some really nice extension type stretches through her upper back um, that people can do to break up their sitting posture whilst they're working from home. So we're trying to do little things like that, really, just to keep our patients in the loop. And mm. so hopefully when we get to get back to some kind of normality, um, we'll be able to pick patients up and start again. That kind of leads nicely into one of the questions that I know I'd ha I had and we've had from, from members as well is um, are there any possible complications that, that members could be coming up with? Um, as Sophie mentioned, people sitting, um, sort of sitting in, in the wrong position, um, sort of non-ergonomic office furniture, those kind of things. Um, is there anything that you've found that, that people are suffering with because of that? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people, the phone calls that we're getting are from people that are sitting. Um, they're not used to obviously working from home and working virtually. So people are like we are sitting at dining room tables yeah. and, um, you know, sitting on the sofa. Uh, and so I think the most important thing is actually to just not to sit for too long, you know, to really break yourself up, uh, break your sitting time up and make sure that you get up and do some exercises um, is really important. So to keep moving. But also maybe to have a look at those little um, videos that Anna's put together. So she actually shows you where your laptop should be in front of you, um, how to build your laptop up so it's actually level with your eyes so that you're not having to tilt your head forwards or backwards. And also how to get your lower back in a really good, good posture because we're finding that a lot of people are, are struggling with tightness around their neck and shoulders uh, and lower back issues because of that. And also um, from the other slant is a lot of people are doing a lot more exercise actually. Um, yeah, absolutely. We've got a lot of patients that are phoning with Achilles problems because mm. they've started couch to 5K. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so this, this can be a, a, an issue as well. Um, people are tight. Uh, people are also starting to think about their training for the marathon again because obviously we had all the marathons cancelled yeah, and they've been rescheduled to September, October. So people are starting to pick up their running training. So, yeah, people are, are, are struggling out there. So. Yeah. We're, we're trying to help people as much as we can with stuff on our social media, but also people are phoning us and we're giving out, you know, information to people. So if you've got any, any of the Ross's members that are looking for any kind of advice, just to phone our number and one of us will call them back and, and give them a free consultation over the phone, not a problem at all. Um, but yeah, that's what, that's what we're finding, you know. Yeah, that's really good to hear that, that you are still, you know, available if, if people need you. Um, it's, I know it's something that I've noticed. I've, I've become really stiff, sort of around my hips, and sort of the, the stretches that I usually be doing after spinning. I tend, you know, I'm jumping on my bike, going for a ride, getting off, mm. and sitting on the sofa. Um, and you tend not to not to think about it quite as much. So, um, yeah, I, I can really sympathise with people. Yeah, I think people, you know, your gym members that aren't able to get into the gym, um, you know, are doing different kinds of exercise, aren't they? People are trying different things, which is great, you know, fantastic. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people do have injuries and forget to stretch post running you know we would obviously always advise people when they're running to do a dynamic type warm-up and then do their sustained stretching afterwards yeah. so um you know that's really important that people continue to do their stretches after they run after they cycle um you know yourself that if you cycle so long, it's so easy like like liam said just to sit yeah. on the sofa again and a lot of people are doing different exercises like in, in my in the uh, Facebook group that I've been running a lot of classes in, people are doing classes they haven't done before, and it's different when you're doing it at home. You're on a different floor, 
uh, your neck might be in a different position because you're not looking at an actual person, you're looking at your device, whether that's your TV on the wall or is it down and you're looking down, is it, is it up and you know what I mean? So your neck can be in a whole load of different positions. There's all these little things that you don't think about mm. until you actually, mm. I know that my back's really tight and I'm not sure mm. which part of what I'm mm. doing to blame that. I think it's partly the running because I've, I've really picked up some running. So I think that's why my back's a little bit tight because it kind of takes that, but I can try and get lots of mobility. And I guess, I guess part of the part of the problem is overuse injuries as well, isn't it? Because people mm. have only got this sort of salvation of getting out of the door once a day, and, and and if that's running or cycling, you know, rather than building it up gradually, they're probably going out on a daily mm-hmm. basis, which is which is possibly more than we'd we'd normally recommend for yeah, complete beginners. Yeah, we've got more time, and then yeah, definitely, and, yeah, uh, definitely. I think with this extra time. I mean, I go a bit mental. If I, normally, I like, oh, I can't be bothered. I don't really have time to fit it in today. But now I'm like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just run. <laughs> I'll just run, even if I don't really feel like it, I need that. No. I to get out of my house and I walk as well, but I prefer a run at the moment because it, it really gets me out of my head. Yeah, and I think you're. I think a lot of people are doing exactly what you're doing, and then you know, perhaps are not using the right shoes is the other thing. Yeah. You know, uh, people have poor biomechanics, and then they're pushing themselves for an hour, and you know, so yeah, there's lots of issues out there. Um, but what I would say to people is the most important thing is to keep moving, definitely, yes. and not sit and be in one position for too long. And if you are going to perhaps start running, to do a proper app like Couch to Five K, so you are building it up in a sensible manner hmm. and and not overloading your poor old calf muscles and Achilles. Um, okay. You know, because if you've got poor biomechanics and you're not wearing perhaps exactly the right shoes because you can't get hold of those at the moment, hmm. um, then you just need to be, you know, careful. And then making sure that you're doing a really good stretch at the end, really, really important. Um, and that so will help. It, say for argument's sake, somebody decides to start running Fiona and they, they go out for the first time. They're obviously going to be sore um, certainly the, the day after that, uh, the day after, and then possibly the day after that, what would your advice be if they're, if they are still a little bit sore, would you, would you recommend they go? Would you recommend that they stay at home um, until their soreness um, is gone? Uh, I think, you know, try and, try and keep going definitely is the thing, but it might be that you wouldn't necessarily. Um, so first of all, if you come in, you, you would stretch, that will help your delayed uh, onset muscle soreness, your DOMS. Um, but you might want to make sure that you have a rest day. So it might be that you run one day and then perhaps walk the, 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 ne- the next day rather than run consecutive days, definitely, because it will be a massive shock to your calves. You think about the weight that you're putting through your feet and suddenly these poor old calf muscles that maybe have, you know, have been a bit sedentary um, can't cope with it. And you probably haven't done the loading exercises to those calf muscles before you then run. So if you're not careful, you can get Achilles problems, especially if your biomechanics aren't brilliant as well. Mm. so you don't mm. want to run before you can walk quite literally <laughs> quite literally. absolutely <laughs> i think for, for me my, my my issue when i run there's always been a thing if my quads get too tight it really calls on mm. my knees and my and i know if yeah. running, i haven't foam rolled my quads mm. i'm like yeah my knees are telling me i can feel them going you should have foam rolled so i i kind of but that's only through experience and seeing you in the past you know that i've been able to kind of know exactly what to do to make them feel better so would you recommend having a foam roller in the house and a trigger point for all that kind of thing for a little bit of self myofascial release kind of thing yeah i definitely think um foam roller is brilliant in fact we're just about hopefully to do something on on our social media about how to foam roll because a lot of people actually don't know how to do it properly um and and at the moment um people can't have a a sports massage so you need to work out how you can self-massage and release Mm -hmm. some of the muscles that are tight definitely 
Um, and so foam rolling can be really useful in that aspect. Um, I think uh, historically people tend to use a foam roller and go probably a bit too fast into the muscle. And I think probably because it's painful, you need yeah, to go. Over done with as quickly as possible, don't you? Yeah. Um, but I think you need to go really slowly when you're rolling and we'll try and show that. And then when you find that really nasty um, trigger point, muscle point, you do need to work into it slowly. Mm. Um, and there are a lot of foam rollers on the market, you know, so you need to find something that, that some of them can be quite nasty. And the same with the spiky ball, you know, really good to get the spiky ball into uh, a tight muscle. And again, we can do some stuff on that and show people how to use the spiky balls. Um, really, really useful to get into those trigger points when you can't get any release, you know, with a sports massage. Mm. Absolutely. Really recommend them. Yes, I've been using my trigger ball quite a lot in my glutes. Mm. My glutes mm. always hurt, especially doing loads of body conditioning classes. Mm. Loads mm. and loads of squats and lunges and my glutes are always yeah. screaming at me. <laughs> I think with the uh, foam roller also, people tend to do their calves and their hamstrings and forget about their hip flexors. Mm. Um, and especially people yeah. at the moment, there's loads of people out on their bikes. We forgot about the bikes. Yeah, there's yeah. lots of people cycling. Um, and people are getting their bikes out. And people are actually, the bike shops are open. People are going and buying bikes and getting out on their bikes. And if you're doing some long cycle rides, you will find sometimes that your hip flexors will get tight as well. Yeah. And so using a foam roller quite high up in your pelvis to do some roll work is really, really good as well. So don't forget your hip flexors. Absolutely. Stretch them as well. Mm. I think that's the real positive, isn't it? You know, you, you look at the amount of people that are out cycling, that are out running. Um, yeah, there's know, people exercising almost... that haven't exercised since 1998, you know? But it's good. <laughs> it's got more people moving, but we do need to try and look after them at the same time. <laughs> so I think we've kind of one of my questions was, is there anything simple that members could do to sort of look after themselves during lockdown? I know we've covered sort of maintaining sort of to keep moving, um, trigger point therapy, mm -hmm. foam rolling. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you'd recommend, Fiona? Obviously stretching as well. Yeah, stretching is really good. Uh, a lot of people don't stretch, I don't think, for long enough. So a lot of people will do a quick 10-second stretch, maybe after the run or their cycle or their walk. I would suggest that stretching needs to be more prolonged. So you need to be doing your stretching for a good good minute. Um, you know, taking your calves, your hamstrings, your quads, your hip flexors through some really good, long, sustained stretching when you've done any kind of exercise for half an hour or an hour. Yeah, so it's really important to stretch. Would you recommend people do that on the days that they don't exercise as well or purely after exercise? Um, I think purely after exercise, but if people are finding that their muscles are tight, for, for, for instance, if they're sitting for long periods, then stretching on a daily basis is, is definitely a, a good thing to do. Yeah, no, I would recommend that. And the other thing um, we, we are also offering is we are actually speaking to people online. Um, so we are doing online consultations with our patients as well. Um, and a lot of people think, well, you know, physio online, what's that all about? But it's actually, we've had some really good feedback and people that are, are struggling and are in trouble, it's really nice to talk to them and then to actually show us where their pain is and, um, you know, show us what exercise is causing a problem, show us their shoes that they're wearing, that sort of thing online. So yeah. um, it actually does work and we can give people lots of reassurance um, online when we see them face to face. And also we've got a really fantastic um, exercise program called um, PhysiTrack, which we can actually live stream to them when we're talking. So that's been really successful. Um, we've never done any kind of online consultations before. So um, a whole new world, Fiona. 
whole new world and, and it's great because we've still got it we've still got it so when we do go back to hopefully at some point seeing people face to face you know we yeah. have got an online consultation all set up so if someone is really struggling at home and can't get out of the house we can actually now talk to them so yeah no, i think it's, i think it's brilliant it's going to be a really good string to our bow your bow as well i've I've loved doing online classes much more than i thought i would ever enjoy it but yeah i think it's mm. brilliant and I, I don't really want to stop teaching online now i think it needs to continue obviously going to be better when we're going to be in a studio but it's a nice added thing to do i've really really enjoyed it yeah, it's, it's, yeah no, definitely. I'm, just, I'm just grateful for the internet it's <laughs> incredible it how quickly you, how quickly you adapt isn't it you know mm. suddenly mm. Your, your business is taken away from you and you yeah. have to do something and and almost yeah. you know at the drop of a hat you know people have changed and they're doing things differently um i find it really yeah. interesting that you're doing physio consultations um online it sounds like a crazy idea but, but mm. clearly Clearly it's working well for you, Fiona. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't work for everyone, but it does work. It does work. I and mean, we're not seeing hundreds of patients, but we are able to reassure patients and send them exercises. I think physio is changing, you know. Um, we obviously see people and we put our hands on people and we do help people by mobilising and manipulating and doing some soft tissue release. But I think, you know, some people need to uh, take locus of control themselves and actually you know we haven't seen our patients for coming up to sort of seven weeks or eight weeks or so a couple of months and you think well these people they're coping and so actually you can manage yourself and in, in and by giving the right advice management and exercises people can cope and yeah so it gives people confidence to know that they can actually they can do this without actually having hands-on physio not saying that the hands-on physio isn't uh, required because is an important part of what we do but it just shows you that people can cope with exercise and oh. reassurance from a professional yeah definitely and the other thing is our clinical pilates so you know obviously a bit like you guys our classes we, we're obviously not allowed to teach at the moment but we are doing our online classes and they're a bit rough around the edges but um our participants love them and we've had really good feedback and we're running like a little four-week block course for our patients and yeah no, it's going really well I think it's quite funny because me, me and Soph have sort of joked on, on the Q&As that we've done on Facebook and, and, and on the first podcast that, you know, technology is not necessarily our thing and <laughs> you sort of have to, you know, you have to find your way through it. But it's, yeah. you know, and members are, are happy to work with you because obviously we're doing our best to, you know, to help them. And, and it's, it's quite fun, isn't it? We're learning new skills <laughs> and, and doing new things, which is great. Yeah, yeah I technology is it's very haphazard i tried to do a very i don't know if you saw in the group liam yesterday i tried to film just not yesterday when did i do it friday yes it was friday afternoon i'd just done my fitness pilates training summit and um, i wanted to do just a quick live and i tried to use live producer so there i am i'm a hit live right go i'm chatting away to the camera i'm like no one's commenting no one's liking it i've got a few people watching i'm not saying the thing so i after i'd done it i, I watched it back and you couldn't hear a thing i was completely <laughs> silent so but people like, are way too polite again. to actually say anything, aren't they? Yeah. So I recorded it again through my phone and uh, and then deleted the other one. Yeah. <laughs> the and I've got no idea why my sound wasn't working. Life producer no. is a bit uh, temperamental, but it, because it's quite new, I think um, companies like Facebook and Instagram they're updating all the software because there's such this huge demand for online content and online streaming and everything like that. So I think we have to be a bit patient with them as well as our members having to be patient with us. <laughs> I mean, our um, clinical Pilates uh, patients have been saying to us for years, because sometimes we have a bit of a break through the summer and things, oh, you know, put your classes online, da, 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 and I'm like, 
you know, we've never got around to it. It's one of those things that's always been, oh yeah, we'll do that, but we never do because it's just too much hard work and we never have the time to do it. And then suddenly it's like, okay, right, we can do this, you know, and uh, we've got them there now. We've got these little blocks yeah. of classes. So it may be that if someone doesn't want to come to our classes that they can still, you know, subscribe to our little class regime and people that aren't even in the area, like you're finding, you know, oh, it's brilliant. Uh, can that. sign up and yeah. And the same with the online consultations with us, you know, um, I can speak to anyone. They can be in France or Spain, you know. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe not because I can't speak Spanish or French. But. <laughs> <laughs> they could be in Spain, though. They might not be Spanish, yeah. but they could be no. in Spain. <laughs> yeah, so it just widens the whole world a bit more to, you know, what, what we can do, really. But we are still looking forward to coming back and being normal. Oh, of course. So, <laughs> absolutely same. So, Coming, coming back and being normal when, when yeah. that is, obviously, we don't know, Fiona, but, but what no. does the future look like for North Norfolk Physio? Well, I think um, we will definitely come back. I think, you know, I think we can work our way through this with the bit of help from the government and things like that. And, um, yeah, trying to stay nice and calm. I think we will get back to some kind of normality at some point. But I don't think we'll be normal, normal as we were previously. I think it's going to take some time. I think, yeah. you know, we're... We probably as physios are going to need to be uh, using PPE. Um, we, um, our, our guidelines, you know, from the CSP, which is the Chartered Society of Physio, is that we may be able to come back fairly soon seeing urgent patients, non-vulnerable patients, um, people of a certain age group. Now, a lot of our patients are obviously elderly, um, but it may be yeah. that we can't see them for some time. And it may be that we're going to have to have more time between our patients um, so that we do a, a rigorous clean in between and open the door and the air and all those sort of things that, you know, yeah, are going to be around for a while, really, until I think we get some kind of vaccination. I think you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's going to be tricky times, but I think we'll get through it. And um, we're really positive. We've got lots of uh, exciting projects to look forward to that we have sort of started on really and, and haven't finished and I think this time has given us you know that opportunity to do like I said before all the things that we haven't had a chance to do previously so um, you know we've done loads of on I've done loads of online training which is fantastic listen to loads of different masterclasses I've been able to sit down and organize all our um, sort of yearly training on you know going forward so I feel like I'm going to be mega organized <laughs> for a change. It's great having that extra time. My favourite thing about time is not having to travel anywhere. I haven't put any fuel in my car for over six weeks now, and it's like great. I don't have that travel time to get to to work. I just I just walk into my bedroom, I press go on my phone and play on my iPad, and we're away. Mm. So that's that's where yeah. I like the, the gain of time. And I think that the way the world was going was just so fast and so sped up. And just being able to go, actually, there's time now to do all that. Oh, I think productive all the time though <laughs> no I think I agree with you there and I think you know actually uh, makes you reflect on what you're doing where you're going and who are you in a way I know yeah. that sounds a yeah. bit strange but it no, makes but... you actually just sit down and think well should we be doing this should we be doing that are we being very productive doing this you know where do we want to go in the future all those things that you're just on this roller coaster and you just don't get a chance to look at so i think yeah we'll definitely be coming back there's no there's no doubt about that absolutely um when we're not quite sure at the moment and we might do things slightly differently in the mm. future um but yeah no i think it's all good it, you know some good will come out of this definitely oh, I think, yeah, I think yeah fantastic a lot of good's come out of it already. Obviously, a lot, of, a lot, a lot of bad. Um, it's, it's really hard time for so many people. But I do mm. think 
a lot of good is going to come through this. I really mm. do believe that. Mm. I'm, I'm feeling quite positive about it all. Mm. That's the key, isn't it? Is maintaining positivity. Mm. That's, that's mm. what we've all got to do. Uh, uh, and maintaining some kind of routine, I think, helps. You know, certainly for me, I get up and I'm still trying to do my early morning exercise, which I'm obviously missing being at Ross's. Um, but I make <laughs> myself go off and do that for half an hour, maybe do a little bit of Pilates. And, you know, it's quite nice to take your time in the mornings. And, and then I get down to doing some work. And, you know, just having that routine really helps. Yes, absolutely. I think so. I know I was I was a little bit lost initially because I hadn't established that routine, and and now you know it's almost as Sophie's referred to it before. It's obviously the new normal, and you know we're all settling into that routine, aren't we? Fiona, you touched upon future projects um, mm. a moment ago. Um, is there anything that you can kind of tell us about that you're going to be doing in the future? Yeah. So um, one of the things we were trying to set up um, before we sort of stopped working um, was our uh, working with our runners a little bit more so we were trying to set up our running assessments uh, which were going really well actually we did quite a few trials on the open weekend mm. um, and we had some really good feedback on that so that's something that we'd really like to develop um, and we're hoping to put together our running assessments and also try and launch um, our um, running Pilates classes so uh, Pilates for runners uh, and I think that'll be really successful. We've got a lot of people that are showing a lot of interest with that. So that's an area that we really like to do. Um, the other area is to do a little bit more work around our um, um, women's health stuff that I spoke about a little bit earlier. So get Denise involved in maybe starting some anti and postnatal classes, because I think that would be really good. And developing that whole service a little bit more. Um, and I think really, um, you know, I know we, we, we try and work really hard with you guys in the gym, but I think all the time, you know, we could work more with you and do some more joint projects i think would yeah, be really definitely. good for the future well i think yeah. we, that, we, that was almost going to happen before all this happened wasn't it we were kind of mm. touching on that and bouncing ideas around mm. but you, you tell you talk about open weekend that feels like a hundred years ago <laughs> doesn't it yeah <laughs> it feels like yeah. we've been doing this for a long 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 time and yeah i was like wow the open weekend yeah, it feels like forever ago now yeah yeah really i know and that was about yeah. two weeks before lockdown, before um, yeah. Yeah, just a, two, three weeks. Just a couple of months ago. Yeah, wow. But uh, yes, yeah, so there's no reason we can't do more of that going forward because we have the time now to plan it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. And I think, you know, um, yeah, we can do definitely more work together with the gym staff and, and together with Ross's, which I think will be really successful. We've done a lot of work already together. So, yeah, there's mm. more to be done, definitely. And I think also um, we do have Julie uh, who works with us or under our umbrella as uh, doing some reflexology as well. And I think it'd be really nice to um, expand the whole well-being setup as well. Definitely. I think you know, I, keep, I keep thinking there is definitely a big market for the whole well-being uh, world out there. It's just working out, you know, how we do that. and. Absolutely. especially so. at the moment i think i think going forward that's what people's focus is definitely going to shift towards mm. and it's not fitness the fitness industry is not necessarily going to be about weight loss and toning and getting a six-pack it's going to be about that mental well-being and it's going to be about feeling really good about yourself and looking after yourself and being well and i'm really excited about that future but that's so i totally agree i think that's where the leisure industry is going 100 mm. yeah no i yeah, agree we've certainly I seen think. a shift haven't we yes yeah, a big, big shift, and it's moving at quite a pace. What's great now is you can just attend a Zoom course or, you know, attend a webinar. You've got so much information right there. You haven't got to drive to London or get a train to London. I just go and switch my laptop on, mm. and there I am. So, yeah, mm. doing, like, like I said, the Pilates Summit, 
just in my bedroom. Brilliant. I just absolutely yeah. love that. And on Zoom, you still get the interaction and you get the mm. chat on the side. Mm. Really, really good. So, uh, yeah, that, that's one of the positives, definitely. Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, the training side is fantastic. We've just um, signed up to something I've been meaning to do again for ages, um, a network called Physio Network. And the masterclasses on there are fantastic and you can come in and out of them and really, really good information and perfect for our training going forwards, which, you know, we need to set up more of, to be fair, as part of our, you know, for our team. And hopefully, actually, with some of that training, we can link in then with the gym staff like we've done before, which will be fantastic. That would be great. We'd love that. Oh, that's amazing. And I think there's some, some real good information in there, Fiona, for, for our members to take away. And it's, as we said right at the start, it's been, it's been nice to chat and sort of hear mm -hmm. how you're getting on from, from a North Norfolk physio perspective. Um, Sophie, have you got anything more that you wanted to add? Anything you wanted to ask Fiona at all? I'll just say that I did post in the uh, Rossi's uh, members and friends group about the North Norfolk Physio online stuff but I'll probably post that again just to save everyone have to scroll and scroll and scroll if they wanted to mm. see it so if you've got anything you want to share as well Fiona feel free to pop it in the, gr in the group and then okay. we've got some information in there as well but I think I will do I was going to add yeah thanks Fiona I will do that and also um, I'll send you some links when we do some work on um, our, how to use the foam roller and the spiky oh, balls and how, yeah how to stretch I'll, I'll obviously uh, you know share it all with Ross's and you can share it with yeah. Ross's members group absolutely <laughs> it'd be nice for people to look at someone's face other than mine for a change I think. <laughs> I'm so sick of my own face right now it's unbelievable it's all I see all morning it's me on my little screen <laughs> it's really hard looking at yourself back isn't it when you've done all those classes oh, and yeah uh, like, there's the sound yeah. of my voice again <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Well, thanks ever so much for joining us today, Fiona. That's, that's absolutely brilliant. Um, I think that naturally brings episode two to a conclusion. Um, if anybody's got any questions, anything they'd like to know, any subjects they'd like us to cover on, on future podcasts, um, please let us know um, and watch out for future episodes um, coming your way. Um, yeah, thank you for joining us, Fiona. Thanks, Safe. Um, thank you very we'll much. We'll see you on Great the next you. episode. Okay, thank you for having me. Take care, everyone.